Hello and welcome back to the Outlast podcast. So we're going to start off with the first original character that you see, which is Miles Upshur, which is in the original game, he is the main protagonist, but is the second main character when it comes to the DLC whistleblower. So we pretty much know Miles Upshur's story, so I'm just going to sum it up a tad bit. He was an investigative journalist that lived in a New York City apartment. I mean, he was actually working for, you know, a company, but what ended up happening, they never said the company's name, he ended up showing things that was going on in Afghanistan that he wasn't supposed to be showing, so they ended up firing him, so now he's self-employed. So, as time passed, eventually Waylon Park, who works at Murkoff Corporation, trying to expose them, sent a document out, and it ended up in the hands of Miles Upshore, and he decided that he was going to go check it out. So... Yeah. He ends up getting in his car, starts driving. I don't know if he uses GPS. Who the fuck knows how he gets there? Maybe he already knew how to get there because he's familiar with the area. I don't know. Maybe he was using GPS. I don't know. It's a game, okay? <laughs> I'm overthinking it. So he drives his vehicle there. He parks it. He looks down, grabs the documentations or his notebook that he writes on, and then he has his camera. And then his camera has batteries. Well, the notepad, you don't really write on it, but it does pop up stuff that's, like, talking about the patients. And it's like, I guess Miles is writing that stuff down, or is he picking it up? Either way, it's ending up in that file book, and then he's using the camera, and then he puts the batteries in the record, and also he's got night vision to walk through the dark. So he gets out of the car, and he's walking to the front gate. He opens it. Goes to the next gate, slides through the hole, and then he climbs up a structure on the side of the building. And then he hops through, and then he just goes through the asylum a little bit, runs into a few patients. And then he goes, and he ends up in the library, or near it, and you see this guard who is impaled. And he's saying that the variants have gotten out, which was due to Billy Hope, that was controlling the wall rider. But you don't know that yet. And so he's pretty much saying that you can't take on the variants and you need to get out of here. And the only way to get out, you can open up the main doors by going into the security room and doing that. So you end up going and what ended up happening is right when you walk out of the room, you see Chris Walker walk into another room and then you try to slide in between a bookcase. And then Chris Walker grabs you, calls you little pig. And then just throws you out this window and you land on the main floor by the front door. I mean, right when you woke up, you should have just ran up there and opened the door. But obviously, they said that the security room is what opens up the main doors. So, you're laying there. Father Martin's creepy having ass comes over there. And he thinks that you're an apostle because you have a camera and you're dressed nice. <laughs> you're not dressed like the rest of them. You're not dressed like a doctor. You're not dressed like... Jeremy Blair or all the other executives, you're not dressed like one of them employees. So obviously, he thinks you're like ascended from God, an apostle, because Father Martin's delusional and all this other stuff. And we'll talk about him in another episode. So he ends up disappearing, not really knowing where he's going. I guess he was actually going down to the basement is where his old ass was walking because you end up going and looking for the uh, security room and then you find it. You try to open the door, and Father Martin's like, bitch, no, and then turns off the power, and then Chris Walker comes down the hallway, huffing and puffing, big fat motherfucker, talking about, 
And then you jump in the locker and he busts down the door because he doesn't know how to open the damn door. He's smart, but he's not that smart. But then he's walking around and he's like, You've been here, haven't you? <sighs> so, pretty much when Chris busts to the left, you run to the right and he chases you for a little bit and then you go down into the sewers and then you pretty much run into another variant. But while you're getting chased around by him, you got to turn on all three machines and then you go to the main one there's like three different rooms, and you have to go on those three different rooms and hit those buttons, turn them on, and then you go back to the main source one, and you press the fourth one, which is the motherboard of all of them, and then it turns back on. You run back upstairs with your loud-ass feet, and then you run back into the security room, and then you're about to sit down, and Father Martin's like, nope. He stabs you with a sedative. And he's like, I'm sorry, my son, but there's so much for you to see. Our Lord, the Wall Rider. Can you see it? Tearing the truth in the unbelievers. I'm like, yeah, you got some fucking issues, my guy. <laughs> like, not even kidding, this guy has some fucking issues. So, pretty much, you know, he tells you if you believe, all the doors for you will be open. And then you pass out and you wake up and you're in Father Martin's cell. In the cell block. So, you wake up and you're like, uh, you know, look at all these shits. It says, rest in peace, there's a cross, there's a lot of shit. And so a variant comes up and opens the door. Don't know why. That, I just don't understand. So you go out, you jump down, and you see a bunch of crazy lunatics just walking around. One motherfucker's, like, beating his head on the wall, like, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> so you slide through the other, and then you, like, crawl up there, and you see this guy, like, doing some shit to this body. He was like, go away, you freak. Like, pretty much calling you out. You're like, bitch, you the one that's doing nasty shit to a dead body, and you got homie standing next to you watching you. You want to come at me with that bullshit? <laughs> so, eventually, you end up making your way through, and then you get to where the twins are. And they're sitting there talking back and forth to each other. Who's this? Maybe Father Martin's man. Maybe. He looks nervous. I would like to kill him. As would I. The preacher told us not to. It would be impolite. Not here. We give him a running start. There's an idea. And when we kill him, we kill him slow. Such patience. I want his tongue and liver. They're yours. Mine. I mean, those guys are crazy. It's There was this YouTube video I actually watched one time, and it was actually the twins. And it was their dialogue. There's a dialogue for the variants. There's dialogue for... Eddie Gluskin, there's dialogue for Traeger, uh, Frank Manera, Chris Walker, and I guess this is when they were recording it, uh, Dennis as well, and the fucking audio sounds great. Well, there used to be one for the twins, but I was going to download it, but whoever had that YouTube channel fucking removed it, so now the only audio you have of the twins is from the game, and I'm like, ah, that's not as good as like this audio... Because it sounded like they were actually recording it in the studio. There was no noises in the background. No nothing. It was professional sounding. All you can hear was their voice and that was it. And I loved it. But motherfucker deleted it. I don't know why. Ah! You know. So. After you get meet the twins. They pretty much corner you in the showers. And you hop out the window like. Yes. Not gonna get this ass boys. And so he's like. My God, he vanished. Vanished without a trace. Undetting sarcasm. It was my intent. He thinks we're assholes. Or stupid. Let's pull him in and slit open his belly. 
Wait, just a moment. And then you jump through the window and you see that bare butt naked ass boy. And then you just keep going. Eventually, you're just running like hell. You get chased by Chris. And then you get blown out the fucking window. You land on a bunch of dead bodies. You're like, ah! So, yeah, I would have done the same thing. Eventually, you make your ways out of the sewer, and you're like, fuck you, Chris. You can't get me, bitch. Uh, fuck you, Chris. And so after you go out of the sewers, you end up going to the male ward. And then that's where you go and get chased by some patients. I don't know if they're actually variants. They may or may not be. I have no idea. But you get chased by them, and you hop in the dumbwaiter, and then that's when you meet Traeger. You made a right choice there, there, buddy. Hey, you're that... Little shit spree guy, aren't you? You must be exhausted, huh? Two martini lunch? <laughs> you heavier than you look. Little cardio wouldn't kill you. <laughs> I'm like, fuck you, Traeger. You're just a weak-ass bitch. Maybe you need to start taking some uh, weightlifting classes. I mean, he's pretty buff in the back, and his arms are not that small, but I'm like, yeah, you can't pick up a man. My boy Chris Walker can pick me up with one fucking hand. It threw me out the fucking window, my guy. <laughs> so, you end up dealing with Traeger. He cuts off your fingers. He leaves the room. You end up talking with an executive. Well, he talks to you. You don't talk. And then you run from Traeger, and then you grab the key. You get in the elevator. And the only time you actually really see Miles fight is when the Traeger thing pushing him out of the elevator and also, you know, it, the variants try to choke him, like knock him down or choke him or anything like that one in the hallway in the very beginning where he jumped out of the wheelchair you passed him the first time no problem the second time he jumped on you and you pretty much just like threw him off of you you know so you're doing that with Traeger so that's the only time you really see him fight other than that he uses athletic skills to get away like walking on ledges and stuff like that because I mean it's really hard to fight Chris Walker who'll literally pick you up and rip your fucking head off we ended up seeing that in the cell block that was not good at all. So, after you get done with old Traeger getting killed, you know, I'm sitting in the damn wheelchair and he's telling me to go outside. Yeah. Finally, I run outside, but I look through my door and I'm like, Waylon, wake up! I know you're stuck in the locker and Gluskin's over there, but wake up! Wake up! So, you eventually just go outside, you're dealing with the wall rider... You deal with Chris again, you crouch down, you go, and blah, 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 blah. Deal with all that, run through the sewers, Chris is chasing you, and you're like, fuck you, Chris, you big fucking fat piece of shit. <laughs> and so, yeah, of course, Father Martin, you have to actually go and chase his ass around because for some reason this motherfucker feels like that he needs to... um get you to follow him to the female ward and then eventually you climb and you jump and you miss and then the fucking camera slides down falls into some random ass hole big enough for the camera to slide through like are you fucking kidding me then you gotta go walk in the dark to find that shit and you're like oh my god no so of course when you finally pick it up the fucking camera's cracked you're like fuck and so the variants are chasing you through and you have to climb back up to get the hell out of there because them suckers will get your ass. And so, Father Martin, you continue to go. And when you finally walk on the ledge, he's like peeking with some fucking, what is it called, uh, light. 
and he's talking to you, and you're like, what the fuck are you doing, old man? So you got to get up there where he's at, and it's just a pain in the flipping ass because for some reason Father Martin's put me on this wild fucking goose chase, to be honest with you, and it kind of pisses me off because I'm like, this dude is just a fucking nutsack. And so eventually you do all this shit, right? You do all this fucking shit. And you go back and you jump back across the platform where you first lost your camera. And it breaks again and you're climbing. You're like, shit, safe on that one. <laughs> so, finally you have to go get... Ah, oh, fuck, I forgot what I was saying. I think the church thing is the the next thing. Because, like, it was so fucking stupid for us to get the camcorder. But then after that, you get the fucking camcorder. And then you have to go all the way to the church. And then, before you get to the church, you end up going into a movie theater. And so you go into the movie theater, and there's this guy playing the piano. He's creepy as fuck, yo. I ain't even gonna lie. This man's sitting there, like, playing the piano. It's so beautiful, though. The piano is so beautiful. But he, like, gets up, he's, like, pissed the hell off. I'm like, dude, you Gucci? Like, my guy, what what is wrong with you? Like, do you need some loving in your life, man? You need a friend, man? Because I'll take good care of you, man. So, you end up running... And says that guy, and then another variant locked itself into the uh, the film room, and you have to go the opposite side. And the moment you jump over, the fucker opens the door, runs out. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> and then you end up seeing Dr. Wernicke have, you know, the Russia test going on in the, the film and all this other bullshit, and you hear him talking and all that. Dr. Wernicke's a dumb fuck anyways. Smart, but he's a piece of shit. So after you get deal- done dealing with that, you had to fucking sit there and jump down, and then the twins come out, and you're like, uh, shit. And so you end up passing one of the twins, you run down the hallway, and then you go back into, like, the main floor where Chris Walker threw you out that window, and there's a button, and you press the elevator button, and a body just comes flying down. Yeah, that shit's funny. I don't know what, what part of the game that happened, but the body came flying down. Well, you see the other twin that's behind the cage door, and you have to jump up on the, go up the stairwell, and the stairwell's kind of fucked. You deal with a few more variants of bullshit. They're, they're, they piss me off. But after you deal with the movie theater, I don't know if you deal with the other three variants after that or what, but... You end up going and seeing Father Martin in the church, and he's got himself tied up like Jesus, but he ends up burning himself alive. The only problem is he's not representing and putting his faith into Jesus or God. He's putting his faith into the wall rider, which is like, what? But at least I don't have to deal with Father Martin trying to fucking sedate me anymore, fucking asshole. (laughs) Like, he is the most non-violent one out of all of them. And you don't really see him all fucked up, but we're going to talk about him later. But after he burns his fucking self up, like, ah! Um, the twins don't really try to hit you anymore, which is dope. So we end up going. He gives you the key. You get the key. You go down, and you're like, oh, it's the key to get out. Nope. The fucking key leaves you right to the basement. And so you're jumping around, and then eventually... Ah... <sighs> You end up talking to Dr. Wernicke, and he's like, you'll need to get rid of Biddy Hope, turn off his system, whatever. So you go one way, and this fucking alarm goes off, and then you run the other way, and then you get open the door, Chris Walker busses in, throws your ass again, and then the wall rider, which you can't see him unless if you turn on the night vision, 
beats the shit out of Chris and then slams him to a metal crate and pretty much kills him, but throws blood everywhere. So then you gotta go turn off Billy Hope's thing and you're running, man. You're you're fucking running through everything. You're like running. And I remember when I played the DLC and I saw, you know, Waylon Park sitting behind the computer and they were bringing Gluskin to that thing. I was like, man, I want to go over there. I want to see what it's like over there. Obviously, I didn't play the fucking story first because I'm a fucking idiot. So I went and I just ran, ran, ran. And I was like, man, this is what this looks like. Cool. And there was like a uh, a secret that it's not really a secret, but an easier way to do it. When you go and after you unplug Billy and you're making your way back. You can actually jump over the rail and land on one of these things and then jump down. It doesn't hurt you. So you don't have to take the stairs all the way down. But I remember after you cut off everything and shit, fucking Wall Rider grabs your ass in midair and drops you like the bitch that you are. And you're like, oh, fuck. He hurts the shit out of you. Because, you know, he has to hurt you because he knows you're going to try to kill Billy. So Billy's like, nah, fuck you, dude. Instead of killing you, I'm going to fuck you up, though. But if you keep running, you hop over the rail, you can land on that thing, and it saves about a good 5 to 10 seconds, to be honest with you. It really does. It it changes. It's pretty dope. So if you're doing like a speed run for Outlast, perfect. Yeah. I don't like going outside, though. I did not like going outside and seeing the blood in the fucking pond and stuff. Because, you know, like I told you earlier, when Waylon was in the thing, after you fight Traeger, you have to go outside. And you're dealing with Chris and the wall rider. And then eventually you end up in the female ward. And Father Martin's bitch ass is talking to you. You're like, fuck you, Father Martin. And you lose your camera and shit. So, after that, pretty much you fucking kill Billy. The whole thing bleeds up. The wall rider throws you against the wall. Throws you by Billy. And then lifts you up and soaks inside your body. And then you fall down. Pretty much you get up and you limp your bitch ass over to the door. The door's open, Dr. Vernicke and those soldiers are sitting there and they light your ass up because you know too much. See, Dr. Vernicke thought you are going to kill the wall rider or be able to contain the wall rider or kill Billy. I don't know what they're thinking, but they're like, oh, mission solved. And then they're going to kill you and be able to get away with it, with everything that was happening. But what actually happened is once they killed Miles, the wall rider came out and he said, you have become the host. And then he just like fucking murked everybody. And then you go and you save Waylon Park from getting fucked up by Jeremy Blair. And you rip Jeremy Blair's bitch ass. And then you pretty much go walking down the steps. And then you see your homie taking the car. And then he actually forces the car through the gate. Which is weird because why is the gate wide open at night? But during the daytime that bitch is closed. I don't understand that. I really don't. That is something I really, really did not understand at all. I was like, why is the gate fucking closed during the daytime and open at night? <laughs> That's what's weird to me. But yeah, Miles is pretty decent character. I mean, I don't know. Him getting his fingers cut off. I felt bad for him for that. Then getting shot to pieces, so... I don't know, but I'm glad that he's doing good with the wall rider and not going and fucking doing bad things. I don't know if those guards that shot the shit out of the miles, did they kill everybody else? Like, you don't know if they killed Frank. You don't know if they killed the twins. You don't know if they killed all those other variants that were walking around or those other patients, you know? So, yeah. So, 
it's pretty much the ending of what Miles is. But if you ask me my personal opinion, I like the game. I like being Miles. I just hate that your feet are fucking loud as shit. You're like, don't, 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 don't. It's the only thing that bothers me. And I'm like, fuck, the variants can hear me. I mean, there's a lot more to the game, but I'm not going to sit there and do the whole fucking gameplay. You might as well just go to play the fucking game. I try to sum it up the best I can. I know I missed out a lot of parts and stuff, but you know what? Just do the best you can, man. Just do the best you can. I'm not a fucking expert, okay? I didn't say I was an outlast expert. I just enjoy the game, and I like talking about it. So eventually, after the third one, if that's the ending of the Outlast series, and I talk about everything, then that's probably when the pod, the podcast will die. Because <laughs> I'm not going to think this thing's going to go forever. I mean, I'm going to talk about everything in the first game, everything in the DLC, everything in the second game, everything in the third game. By the time you know I even get to the third game, it will already be out. Because you guys know I'm only opening, um, uploading this every Friday. And you know I'm already on episode 2. The first one was a pilot. So this one is pretty much the first episode. So I hope you guys have a good day. And I will catch you in another Outlast episode. Peace fuckers. And stay away from the variants. <laughs>